Today's daf is Nazir daf Tezvav. It is the last daf of the second parak of Masechah's Nazir. We left off on daf Tezvav Amiralf. We are already at the Mishnah on daf Tezvav Amiralf. Maybe we'll make a little bit of a push to try to finish the, the parak today. The Mishnah is going to continue to discuss cases where there is an overlapping Naziris, where a person accepts upon himself two Nazirios, and the both periods of Naziris seem to fall within the same time as each other. But it's going to be a little bit different this time, because now we're going to discuss a, the possibility that the same days will work for both Nazirios, that it's not going to be pausing one Nazirus, then counting the other Nazirus, and then only then continuing the first Nazirus, but it's going to involve at least according to the way the Baleatosus understand it, where the Nazirios are, uh, where, where the days, the very same days, count toward both Nazirios. And when uh, we start discussing this, we're going to get into the topic of Mikzas Hayom Kikulo, and the, uh, and the possibility that a single day can count as two days using Mikzasayom Kikulo. That sometimes, if you have a single day that's the end of one period of time and is also the beginning of another period of time, so Mikzasayom Kikulo will tell you that the beginning of that day counts as the last day of the previous Tkufa, and the end of the day will count as the first day of the coming Tkufa. And we're going to apply that not only in the laws of Nazirus, but also potentially in the laws of Avelos, as well as in the laws of Tuma. So that's going to be the uh, Basically, those are the basic topics of today's daf. So says the Mishnah, Hareini Nazir, <coughs> excuse me, Hareini Nazir, Ben. A person says, I'm going to be a Nazir when, for 30 days when I have a son. And then he says, Vin Nazir Me'ayom. And also, I'm going to be a Nazir for 100 days starting right now. So his 100 days, the clock on his 100 days begins immediately. If he has a son within the next 70 days, meaning within the first 70 days of his 100 day Nazirus, then the Lohiv Sid Klum. He doesn't lose anything. He can count the 100 days, and the 100 days will count both toward his 100-day Nazirus, and the, and, the, and the 30 days following the birth of his son, which are all muvla within the 100 days, will count toward the Nazirus of having a son. So if he has a son on day 65, days 65 through 95 count for both Nazirus. It counts both for the Nazirus of his 100 days, as well as for the Nazirus of his son. But Liachashivim, if after he's already been in Noah's 70 days of Nazirus for his 100 day Nazirus, so sir Shivim. Then the Allah is, it's, uh, it breaks the, uh, the 70 days, he, st- he stops the, se- the, the 100 days of Nazirus and counts 30 days for the sun, and that doesn't count toward the, uh, the, 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 the Ashlam of the Nazirus. She'ain Tiglachas because you can't have a Tiglachas of Nazirus for less than 30 days, so since he's not able to count the entire Nazirus Beno during the Yemei Nazirus of the 100 days, he's going to have to count a separate Nazirus for his, uh, for, for his child. It's going to have to count as two separate Nazirios. Now, the Balea Tosos I referred to before, are, this Tosos appears not over here, but the Tosos, uh, the Tosos actually appears in Dav Yud Gimel Amid Beis. The Sheet of Tosos in Dav Yud Gimel Amid Beis, Dibra Maschil Hareini, that's where, uh, where the Tap Tosos, Dibra Maschil Hareini, that's where all of this, uh, this discussion happens. The discussion about what exactly the Mishnah means over here. So the... Uh, 
what exactly the Mishnah means over here. So the uh, the Tosos points out that the Mishnah is coming to be Mechadish, that since he was Mechabal Nazirus of 100 days and uh, Nazirus of Shoshim Yom, and he already started counting his own Nazirus, and the 70 days haven't passed, so the Nazirus of a son could be Muvla in his own Yemei Nazirus. They will be swallowed up in his own Yemei Nazirus. So uh, the, the he finishes the 30 days within uh, his uh, 100 days, and those days count as both. It counts for his own Nazirus and it counts for Nazirus Beno. However, the Tosas points out, let's say his son is born after he already counted 70 days, then he has to stop his own Nazirus in order to count the 30 days for his son. And the reason we don't say that those days are Muvla in his own Nazirus, meaning let's say at least as long as it can go, let those days be Muvla in his own Nazirus. Meaning if he has the baby on day, he has a son on day 80, so the next 20 days should count toward both, and then the ten days, uh, then ten days afterwards, he'll have to continue bishvil the, the, the for the sake of the son. He says because there's no nazirus pachos mishloshim yom, and since at the time of the leda of the son he doesn't have shloshim yom left in his own nazirus, his son's nazirus cannot be muvla in his own nazirus. Rather, he's going to have to count it separately. So Tosos understands that we can't have it. We can't have it count partially. It's either going to count totally within his own nazirus, or it's going to count entirely separately. And therefore, says Tosos and the Rush, quoted in the Shita Mugabetzas, that when we say Ein Teglachas Pchusam Yishloshim Yom, it doesn't really mean Ein Teglachas Pchusam Yishloshim Yom, because this is not a din in Teglachas. It really means to say Ein Nezirus Pchusa Mishloshim Yom, and just says Teglachas to teach us that the end of uh, that at the end of, at the conclusion of his son's Nezirus, he's not going to be Megaleach um, because if he were to do that, then he wouldn't be able to be Megaleach at the end of his own Nezirus because thirty days would not have passed. He has to have uh, thirty days of growth in order to be Megaleach. So Tosis writes, but this whole uh, din of our Mishnah is only uh, the, that, that the that the the Nezirus of his son is able to be Muvla in his own Nezirus is only if he was Mechabel first the Nazirus for having a son. First he says, I'm going to be a Nazir if I have a child. So, and then he said, Nazir Me'ayom. That since there was, uh, he gave the koach in the Nazirus of his, of his child to be chal, even if it's in the middle of the days of his, of his Nazirus, that's when we say the din, that if it could be totally muvla, it's not going to be docha, it's going to count toward the same Nazirus. But in a situation where he said, Hareini Nazir Me'ayom, but if he says, first, I'm going to be a Nazir for 100 days, and a Nazir when I have a son, then those days don't count toward both Nazirios. First, he has to be Messiah, his 100 days of Nazirus, and then he counts toward Nazirus Haben, and then he counts toward the Nazirus of the son. The Rush says that uh, the, it's Mistaver, that the Havsaka, that he has to be Mafsik, his own Nazirus, and, uh, and, and, and go to Nazirus Beno, is what causes those days to be Ola Lekan Lekan. But the uh, Rosh brings another daya that the din of our Mishnah is even in the case where Tos says it wasn't, it won't apply. The Rosh quotes another daya that disagrees and says that even if he first is Mechabel, the Mea Yom, and then is Mechabel for the Ben, it's still going to work that it's Ola Lekan Lekan. So Tos is right. According to our Mishnah, even by Nazirus, uh, even by Nazirus Mu'ata, so if a guy says, I'm going to be a Nazir when I have a son, and, uh, and a Stam Nazirus, and he starts 
starts to count as Nazirus. And on that very day that he starts to count as Nazirus, he has a son. So if it would turn out according to our Mishnah, we would say that the Nazirus Beno is Movla in his own Nazirus, meaning it doesn't have to be 100 days. It could be 30 days, as long as it's Mamish exactly the same 30 days. So Frek tells us, but wait a second, we, why is this any different than what we had before, where we, a guy says, Hareini Nazir Yom, Hareini Nazir Yom, that he's Chayef to count two Nazirios. If the guy says twice, Hareini Nazir Yom, he has to count two separate Nazirios. And we don't say that they're Muvla, Zebetok Zed, that they're both, they're both covered within the same days, that you're being Yotze two Nazirios within the same period of days. Why should this be any different over here also? He's Mechabal Nazirus when his son is born, he's Mechabal Nazirus immediately, and his son is born immediately. <laughs> So he should be able to, to count, uh, so, and, and we, we let him count both together. So Tulsa suggests that when he's Mechabal Shtein Nazirios, if his Kavana was that they should be Muvla in each other, why did he then repeat Hareini Nazirayom? It must be that he's trying to be Mechabal to Nazirios. But over here, he had no idea when the child was going to be born. So he wasn't, uh, by, by, by being Mechabal, a separate Nazirios from when his son was born, he wasn't saying that I don't want them to be Muvla im Zebetokzad, that I don't want the day to cover both of them. He didn't think it would happen or he didn't know if it would happen on the same days. So that's the difference. That's why it actually can be Muvla because he didn't say anything la afuke that. He didn't say anything that would make it unable to be Muvlaim Zebetoch Zeh. That's how Tosos defends this, uh, this idea. Where else do we have this din of Havla'a that the same days will count toward two different cheshbonos. So the Rishonim discuss what about when it comes to Avelus. The Rishonim discuss the Mordechai in Maseches Moed Katan, where we have all of the Dine Avelus, learns from this Din of, of Avla to the Din of Avelus. Mordechai quotes a Misa with Rav Shlomo Mitorash, who was an Avel, and during the first three days of his Avelus, he lost another Rahman al-Islan, he lost another relative. So he was mashlin the Shivas Yimei Avelus for the first relative, and then he counted a whole new shiva for the second relative, and uh, he didn't want the uh, the the that, that the, uh, the 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 shiva for the first relative should count also toward the second relative. And the Mordechai said, maybe his makar is uh, from from the Mishnah, where we say that uh, that 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 it's only muvla if the nazirus of his son could have been muvla entirely in his own nazirus. But if the nazirus of his son is not able to be muvla entirely in his own nazirus, meaning it happens after. After day 70, so what does our Mishnah say? Then it's not Muvla, then you have to count them totally separately. So it could be Huadin by Avelus, that since the other, the second mace died, Be'emtsa Aveluso, already in the middle of the Shiva, we're not going to say Adin of Havla, and he's going to have to count seven days of Avelus separately for each mace. But let's say both relatives would have died on the same day, says the Mordechai, then it would turn out that you would only be Misabel, one Avelus, for both of them, according to, to this shita that the Mordechai that the Mordechai quotes, the Mordechai himself says you count uh, shivas yamim from the death of the last relative. I mean, the Mordechai himself disagrees with this. He doesn't think that you should make such a tushtel, but he quotes a Maisa that one of the Rishonim made this connection. But the Mordechai himself says if a, if another maize dies Rachman on day three, so start 
counting, start the clock on a new shiva from day three, that you wouldn't have to go and uh, recount an entire shiva. How do we pass in, in Shulchan Aruch, so in Yardes, in Reish Lamates, see if Yudalid, Shulchan Aruch writes, if a person takes a shvua not to eat basar for 20 days, um, the, uh, and, and then uh, he goes and takes another shvua not to eat basar for 22 days, he's only usher for 22 days. He's not usher for 20 plus 22. And the Ramah writes, that Yesh Omrim, that, uh, that ain't all that it doesn't count, that the first uh, nether doesn't count toward the second nether, unless they were both on the same day. But if he already counted one, he already started counting toward one of the nedarim, and then he took a, the, the nether for the chavbez yom, then the first minion doesn't count toward the second one. Where does the Ramah get this from? He gets it from that same Mordechai, that, uh, that, that shita that the Mordechai quotes, that once you've already started counting, well then it's going to be too late. But if it can mamish fall simultaneously, then it's going to be uh, then, then it's going to be to be okay. Um, the the Grah wonders about this Ramah that he makes it all totally in Haschala rather in rather than in Havla'a. Meaning the case of the Ramah is his first Kabbalah was for twenty days, his second Kabbalah was for twenty two days. So automatically the second uh, the second neder is not going to be muvla within the first neder because the second neder is longer than the first neder. So of course it's not going to be muvla in the first neder. And yet the Ramah says, ah, as long as it could both start on the same day, then uh, then those days could count for both. So the Gra wonders about that. Why would we use? Why would we make that that assumption? The other uh, application of this of this din again, the way Tosfos understands the Mishnah that you have mamish have the same days counting for both the shilta giborim in talks about someone's makabel tainus for 40 consecutive days and within those 40 days a tainus tzibur comes up that, uh, that he's uh, to keep. You, have to, you have to fast on tainus tzibur so if he was makabel to fast for 40 consecutive days presumably he's eating at night right? but he's makabel to fast for 40 consecutive days and then there's a tainus tzibur that comes in the middle so does that tainus tzibur count for that, uh, for that 40 days that he was makabel so he brings a raya from our Mishnah that there's a din of havla and therefore you could be yotze in that tainus for your nether as well. But he says that since it only works me din avla, it has to be muvla mamish. And therefore, if he's rugulis anos, let's say, tafiyomi coincidence as we're drawing close, if he's rugulis anos, Kala Sarasi Mechuva. There's such a din. Why is that a Dafyomi coincidence when I don't know Because there is a minute to fast Asarasi Mechuva. Why do we start Slichos four days in advance of the Asarasi Mechuva? So there are two deos quoted in the Mishnah Bura. One day that the Mishnah Bura quotes is what we mentioned last night that you need four days of Bikur for a carbon. That's why it has to be a minimum of four days in advance of uh, Rosh Hashanah that we start the Slichos. The other day that the Mishnah Bura quotes says, no, nothing to do with Karbanos. The reason it's four days is because there are four four days in the Aserus Yimei where you can't fast. So since that one, people have a minag to fast throughout the entire Aserus Yimei and there are four days that one is not allowed to fast during Aserus Yimei so we make those days up by fasting and, and spending days in Tachnunim with Slichos, the assumption being that when you're saying Slichos, you're fasting also, which is quite an assumption, but that a person is, uh, is going to make, make that up in, with four days in advance of the Aserus Yimei Which four days during Aserus Yimei Tshuva are you not allowed to fast? So this is like one of those questions. If you ask people quickly and they don't have time to think, they'll say, "Oh, Yom Kippur Som Gedalia and two days Rosh Hashanah." No, Yom Kippur Som Gedalia you're supposed to fast. It's uh, it's uh, two days. You have uh, you have two days of, uh, of Rosh Hashanah, erev Yom Kippur, and Shabbos. That's uh, those are the four days during Aserus Yimei Tshuva that one is not allowed to fast. So that's the. Um, 
So that's the 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 idea of uh, of the slichos. That's what Daviyamu coincides. But anyway, so says the Shilte Giborim. If a person is rugged with for the entire Sarasa Mechuva, and he's he takes a neder of tightness for forty days, starting on two ba'av, so those forty days end on hey Tishrei. That so you can't the Sarasa Mechuva can't be are not going to be totally muvla in the uh, in the memyom that he was makabel because uh, you're not going to get all ten days. And if it's not totally muvla, then of According to our Mishnah, you're gonna have to. It's not going to count at all. Even the first five days aren't going to count. That's the uh, the connection that the Shilta Gibarim Masech Shvuos in 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 that he makes from from our Mishnah. But that is all according to the Sheet of Tosos, which is the way we're going to read the Daf. However, it's just important to point out Sheet of Muvetzis quotes a Rush, and the Rambam in the Parish of Mishnah is also understand a little differently. They understand that the Mishnah the Mishnah is teaching us over here that when he finishes the Nazirus Beno. He's megaleach on the zirus and even if he doesn't have thirty days left for his own zirus, and uh, but but by being megaleach on the zirus it's causing him to delay his own giluach because he can only be megaleach after thirty days. He can't be megaleach less than thirty days of growth. So uh, so that that's what, what our mission is telling us that if he if the child is born until before day seventy where he has thirty days left of his own nazirus lo hivsid klum because since when he starts the clock again on his own nazirus it's anyway going to be thirty days so the total of one hundred thirty days is going to be just one hundred thirty days it's not going to be anything more than that that's what lo hivsid klum it doesn't mean that the same days count for both it means he stops let's say day sixty five the son is born. Put pause on the one. Put a pause on the 100-day nazirus. Then 65 to 95 are nazirus bano, and then he has 35 days left of his own uh, of his own nazirus. Count those 35 days and be megaleach, and it will be a total of 130 days. That's what it means. Lo hivsid klum. He didn't lose anything. He accepted 100 plus 30, and he got 130 days in the end. But if the Nazirus Beno begins after day seventy, so what's he going to do? He's going to put he's going to put his Nazirus of Mei on pause, and then he's going to count thirty days for Nazirus Beno. He's going to have to be Megaleach for Nazirus Beno, and he has less than thirty days now left in his own Nazirus. Well, he's not going to be Megaleach. He's not going to be able to be Megaleach when he's Mashlim the minion of one hundred, because it's going to be less than thirty days of growth, and you can't be Megaleach less than thirty days of growth. So he's going to have to wait a few extra days. That's what it means when we say that he's mafsid, that he loses some days, that it's going to actually be, until he does his own giluach, it's going to be more than 130 days. That is, uh, that is the understanding of the rush and the, and the rambam. So that's the, uh, that, that's, there, there are other shitos as well. The mafarish has a different uh, chiddush that he thinks is mavor that comes out from this mishnah, but, uh, but let's, let's leave it at that. So again, we're going to read it like tosos, that we're assuming that it counts toward both. So now, says the Gemara, Amar Rav, a person says, I'm going to be a Nazir when I have a son, and a Nazir 100 days, Yom Shivim. Let's say the son is born on day 70. We discussed if he's born before day 70, after day 70. If he's born on day 70, then Allah Lakan Lakan. Day 70 counts both for his own Nazirus and for the Nazirus Beno, and he only needs to count another 29 days. So he actually saves a day. Now you would think that the, the minimum he's going to have to observe is 100 days, and if he gets lucky, all 30 days of Nazirus Beno will be Muvla within his 100 days. He could do even better. Yom Shivim can count as Lakanu Lakan. It can count as day 70 of his own Nazirus, and then it's, it's, it counts as day 1 of Nazirus Beno, and therefore it can count as uh, that, that day 1 of 
Nazirus Bnoah will also count as day 71 of his own Nazirus, and he's only going to need 29 more days after that. This line would seem to make a lot more sense if you learn like the Rush and the uh, and, and, and the Rambam than it does according to Tosas, because why should it count for two days of his Nazirus of Me'a Yom? The Me'a Yom are one long Hemshech, and never, there's no pause in the, in the Me'a Yom. But if you say that, uh, that, that, it's, uh, that, that you actually do have to pause the Me'a Yom to count the 30 days, and then you go back, so then you can understand that uh, by pausing the Me'a Yom, halfway through the Me'a Yom, you're saying, okay, this, uh, halfway through day 70, you're saying, okay, that was day 70, and then the next half of the day, you're already starting to count the Zerus Pano. But, uh, but again, we'll, we'll read it like Tosos anyway, that you're actually going to only observe 99 days of Nazirus. So the Gemara, the Gemara asks, wait a second, isn't that against our Mishnah? Tana, and it says in our Mishnah, if a son is born to him before day 70, and L'chorah, Ad v'ad bechlal, including day seventy as well. Lo hivsid klum. He doesn't lose at all, and he could be mashlim the hundred days, and the thirty days of nazirus beno count toward those hundred days. But v'sal kadai dechal lekan lekan. Not only lo hivsid klum, it's gorim mitkar. It should have said a greater chiddush. Not just that he doesn't lose out; he gains with leidas beno by having by timing the the, the leid by having the leid of his son timed so perfectly. It should have told us that he gains a single day. He gains one day because if his son would not have been born on day 70, he only would have been able to be Megaleach on day 101 from the beginning of his Nazirus after the full 100 days are over. Now we could already be Megaleach on day 100 after only 99 days are over. So the Gemara says, Ela bedinu delodesni, ad shivim. Really, the Mishnah should not have said, ad shivim, he doesn't lose anything, but but because in the Sefer it's going to say, achar shivim, that if the baby is born, after day 70, so Sir Shivim, then it's going, he's actually going to lose out some days with Leidas Beno. So that's why Katani Reisha Shivim. That's why the Reisha says Shivim, even though Enochinami, really, if it was born on day Shivim Mamish, it would be that he's Marviach. It's not just that he doesn't lose out, it's just to keep it parallel with the Seifa. So Gemara says, but I'll ask, I'll ask Vaitaran Rav from the Seifa of Armisha, second Kashan Rav, Tashima. Mi Seifa, come and uh, let's take a look at the Seifa of our Mishnah. Nolad Achar Shivim, our Seifa said that if the baby is born after day 70, so Sir Shivim. He stops his Nazirus and counts Nazirus Beno. And according to Rav, if the child is born on day 70, on day 71, he doesn't have to be Mafsik the Nazirus because the Yom Haleda will count Lakan Lakan. So he begins the Nazirus Beno on day 71 and he finishes it on day 100. Of his nazirus, meaning if he starts in day seventy-one, he's still within the window. So la'achar shivim should still be okay because that first day, that first partial day of nazirus b'no counts as day one of nazirus b'no mitzvah sayom kikulo. So as long as the baby was born before shkia on day seventy-one, day seventy-one is gonna is gonna set off the nazirus b'no, which will then conclude in will the, the, the whose conclusion will coincide with the one hundred day nazirus. It will be perfect. It will be perfectly. So how can you say that if the baby's born after Shivim, that he loses out? No, the baby can be born in day Shivim Bechad and he won't lose anything. So says Gemara, no, 
my acher. What do we mean when we say acher shivim in the Mishnah? Acher acher. It means the day after the day after day seventy. So it doesn't mean the baby's born on day seventy-one. It means the baby's born on day seventy-two. So Gemara says, really acher acher. Aval acher mamish mai. What would then the what would the din then be if it was day seventy-one mamish? So hachinami delosaser. So you want to tell me that then it's not going to be mafsik as naziris at all, and it's not going to cost him anything? If that's the case, that according to Rav, that if the baby's born on day 71, he loses nothing, well then, why does the Rasha of the Mishnah say that if the baby's born until day 70, anywhere before day 70, or including day 70, he doesn't lose out? According to what we're saying, even if the baby's born after day 70, as long as the baby's born on day 71, he also doesn't lose out. So you have to say is that Acher means day 71. And even in that case, he's going to lose out in some way to count Nazirus Beno because the Yom Haleda doesn't count toward Nazirus Beno. When a person is Makabel, 30 days of Nazirus, when he has a son, it means starting with the day after the child is born. But the day that the child is born does not count. And that's what the Mishnah is uh, telling us according to Rav, uh, I'm sorry, that you could see that the Mishnah is against the Shita of Rav, because the Mishnah clearly understands that the clock starts the day after the child is born, whereas Rav clearly understands that uh, that the clock starts the day that the child is born, and that's why if the baby's born on Yom Shivim, it's Ola, Lakan, Ulakan. So the Gemara says, okay, so we know that Rav is not going according to our Mishnah, but Rav, uh, Rav must be holding like Santana, is that so clear that Rav has to be holding like some Tana? We say throughout Shas Rav Tanahu Palig, but we only say that if we have to. Uh, Rav was generally speaking in Amora. Every once in a while, Rav Tanahu Palig, he would have enough courage to say, I don't care if there's no other Tana, I'm still going to say my own Shita and I'll argue on Tanaim. There was no, there was no halacha that Amorayim were not allowed to argue on Tanaim. Kasmishan writes this way. It wasn't, there wasn't a halacha that, the, that, that Amorayim were not allowed to argue on Tanaim. It wasn't a gzera or anything like that. It was something they were macabre on themselves, that they realized that their, uh, that, that their time would be much better spent being mefarish the Tanaim than, being, than arguing on the Tanaim, because probably most of the time they try to argue on the Tanaim, they're, they're going to be wrong. But if they're mefarish the Tanaim, they'll be right most of the time. So they figured the time is much better spent uh, being mefarish the Tanaim rather than trying to argue on the Tanaim. So it wasn't a halacha that they weren't allowed to, and therefore in the early generations of Amoraim, not everyone accepted this, uh, this idea that Amoraim can't argue on Tanaim. Rav, for example, didn't accept this idea. Now it wasn't for a lack of reverence. Rav Rav generally did revere the Tanaim a great deal, and generally speaking, didn't want to argue on them. But if, uh, in rare instances where he thought that there was no Tana that, uh, that was saying it right, so then we would say Rav Tanahu Upalik. In general, when someone argues on an earlier generation, it's not for a lack of reverence. Ramesh has a famous Shuva where someone, you, you always wonder sometimes who, who wrote these Shilas to, to Ramesh, you know, like the, the guy who gave him Musr for, uh, for uh, taking a ride to MTJ on Erev Shabbos. It um, looks like you're taking a ride on Shabbos and Tosef Shabbos. You know, like, who, who, who would do... But someone wrote a, a Shailat of Moshe. Who do you think you are? That you argue on Rekiv Eger? You think you're greater than Rekiv Eger and the Chassam Sefer? That you write Shuvahs where you argue on Rekiv Eger and the Chassam Sefer? And Moshe explains, I don't think I'm greater than Rekiv Eger. I don't think I'm greater than the Chassam Sefer. 
But I, I, I think that anyone who, uh, who learns enough and uh, is able to formulate an intelligent opinion has a responsibility to call it like he sees it and to formulate an intelligent opinion. And that's, 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 that's my job. You could argue that I'm not intelligent enough to formulate an intelligent opinion. Okay, so I hear that, but I think I, I, think I could uh, formulate an intelligent opinion based on, uh, based on my Torah knowledge. You wonder, like, uh, who? Okay. Anyway, so, but Rav, Rav generally didn't argue on Tadam, so that's why our Gemara works hard now to try to figure out, so who's the Tana that Rav is following over here when Rav says that if the baby's born on day 70, day 70 counts as two separate days. It counts as day 70 of the 100 day Naziris and day 70 because it counts as day one of the 30 day Naziris. So, Virav, Kiman Amr Lashmaite, like which Tana is Rav holding when he says that it's all Lakan and Lakan? If you can say that Rav is going like Abba Shaul, because the Mishnah says when it talks about Avelus, if a person buries the dead seven days before a Yantif, even though he only observes, he only, I'm sorry, three days before Yantif, even though obviously he only has the ability to observe three days of, uh, of, of Avelus before the Yantif, but his Shiva is over. Three days is enough for Shiva to be over. We happen to pass in three minutes is enough for Shiva to be over. We just uh, make sure that they sit a little bit and then the Yom Tov is Mevatel, the Shiva. But this is the sheet of this Tana, that the Tanakama in the Mishnah Masech Katan says, observance of three days of Avelus is enough to allow the Yom Tov to be Mevatel, the Shiva. Shmona Yamim Kadam L'Ragel, if the Mace uh, dies eight days before Yantiv and therefore he finishes the Shiva before Yantiv, now he doesn't observe an entire Shloshim, his Shloshim that he was able to observe before Yantif was exactly one day. But still, he no longer has to observe Shloshim after the Yantif is over. And the, this guy, Umutul the Saper, Erev Aregel, he's even allowed to get a haircut on Erev Yamtov, the covered Yamtov, Vimlo Siper Erev Aregel, Asul the Saper Acharegel. And if he didn't get a haircut on Erev Yamtov, he's not allowed to get a haircut uh, after Yamtov until, uh, until 30 days. Generally speaking, we assume for Shloshim, one is not allowed to, uh, to get a haircut. That's one of the halachas that applies throughout all of Shloshim. For Aviv Imo, it even applies for Yud Beis Chodesh, Ad Shiyigar Bo Chavera. You get to the point where a person looks uh, looks unclean, and uh, someone would would tell him you look terrible, and then he's uh, allowed to get a haircut within Yud Beis Chodesh of Avimo. But until he gets to that point for Yud Beis Chodesh of Avimo, he would uh, he would not be allowed to get a haircut. That's the discussion. What, what does that mean? Does he have to wait each time till he looks disgusting again, or once he gets that first haircut, now he's allowed to get in regular intervals, and he doesn't have to uh, he doesn't have to have to wait for each time. So generally speaking, we're making. Abishol says he disagrees with Tana. And again, Abishol is the Tana that we're focused on now because this is the Tana that's supposed to serve as the basis for Rav. So Abishol says, even if he did not get a haircut before Yantif, still he's still going to be allowed to get a haircut after Yantif. Just like observing three days of Avelus is enough to be Mavatel the Shiva, so to the Mitzvah Shiva, observing seven days of Avelus is Mavatel the Shloshim. It doesn't, you don't have to continue Shloshim after Yantif, uh, that, uh, so he's allowed to get a haircut after Yantif, even if he didn't get a haircut 
before Yantav. You, you also see from here this notion of Shlosha, that there, there are different, even, we're used to thinking of it as Shiva, Shlosha, Mir Beis Chodesh, but there are, there are more levels than that, um, even aside from Aninus, there, there are more levels than that. There is Vachrisa uh, Ki Yomar, the Gemara assumes that Yom Rishon Shel Avelus, especially if it is the Yom Akvura, is a more serious day of Avelus, it's a more intense, not serious, more intense day of Avelus than all the other days of Avelus. That uh, many Rishonim hold, Avelus Yom Rishon, Dalraisa, that that might even be a din Dalraisa. Then you have the first three days, where the first three days is uh, also more of a quiet time, more of a time of introspection, and uh, it's uh, still a more intense Avelis. And then the rest of Shiva, that's why there are many communities where there's no egg, that only the closest family comes, and the closest uh, people come to uh, be Menachem Avel in the first three days. After that, then everyone else comes. And it's more of a time of quiet introspection, staying more to yourself. Uh, whether we're knowing that or not is, uh, is not, not so relevant now, but the point is just that, it's, uh, that, that the three days is viewed as somewhat different, even though we don't pass in this halacha that you need three days before Yantif in order to stop the Shiva, but we still think that the three days means something, that it's, uh, it, is, it is in some way different than the rest of Shiva. So now, my time with Abishol, why is it that Abishol holds that day seven is already Mevat? the Shloshim. That if Erev Yantif was day 7, when did you get to observe Shloshim then? The person only observed Shiva. He didn't observe any Shloshim. So, isn't it because he's assuming that day 7 counts, the beginning of day 7 counts as the end of Shiva, and the end of day 7 counts as the beginning of Shloshim. So you see that the same day counts the Khan, Ulakan. So you see that's got to be the basis for Rav Shita, that the same day could count toward Tuminyanim. Says Maybe Abishal only said that by Avel Shiva, because Avel Shiva is only a din midrabanan. This is uh, the. the uh, the Raya, that, uh, that Shiva is only Midrabanan. There's a uh, quest, some of the Rishonim say, that based on the Pasuk in uh, Bereshis, Ayasla la'aviv evel Shiva's yamim, so uh, that, uh, that they learn from there that that Avel Shiva is Daraisa. Others learn from Pasuk Vafakhti chagechem la'avel machag Shiva's yamim, so to avel Shiva's yamim. So uh, the, 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 um, the 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 uh, the 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 Rashi um, that from Vayasla of Avel Shivas Yamim that Avel is knowing Dafka Biyom because it says Yamim below Lelos meaning that that's Mamash a source for all sorts of dinim of Avelus. But Pashtus is most Rishonim assume that Avelus Yom Rishon is Daraisa Vachrisa Ki Yomar the Meriris of the Mace is Yom Echad and everything else is a Takanami Darabanan. I what about these Psukim uh, that we quote in Chumash those are all Asmachta but really Yom Rishon is Daraisa and it's Beferish in the Gemara over here that Avelus Shiva is only so maybe that's where we're willing to say, since Avila Shiva itself is only Midrabbana in any way, that's where we're willing to say that it's Allah Lukan Lukan, that day seven can count as the seventh day of Shiva and as the first day of Shloshin. Abu bin Nazir, but by Nazir has to observe Daraisa, that where his 30 days are Din Daraisa, which ironically have a, uh, seem to have a less compelling source in the Torah. For uh, thirty days of Nazirus, a gematria of Yihiyah, than uh, than the source of, of seven days of Shiva. But nevertheless, Nazirus Daraisa is thirty days. Lo, maybe Abishol would not agree to such a kula like Rav has that they can count toward both. So, what is the ta- Who is the Tana that Rav holds like then? El Rav Rav must be assuming like Rabbi Yosi. Titania, Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Yosi talks about 
a woman who is a zava. Now, important to understand this Gemara, there are some basic halachas of zav and zava. A zav who sees a male zav, who sees a re'iyah one time, is only going to be tamay for one day. But if he sees twice, he's going to be tamay for seven days. That's for a man. If he sees twice, and he's mitami b're'iyos kibiyamin. It doesn't have to be on consecutive days. It could be twice on the same day. And he's, uh, he's already going to be a zav, where he's going to have to observe seven, uh, seven clean days before he can become tahar. A woman, however, has different rules. A woman sees day one, then on day two, she's going to have to be, uh, be shomeris, yom make sure she doesn't see any further dam. And if she doesn't, she goes to the mikvah, she's tahora. If she does see on day two, then on day three, she's shomeris, yom yom, make sure that nothing else happens. If she, and if nothing else happens, no further incident, she goes to the mikvah and she is tahora. But if she sees for three consecutive days, then she requires shiva nakim. Then she's going to require seven clean days. We're machmir that uh, the Gemara Nida says that that nowadays, even if a woman sees a little bit of blood the size of a mustard seed, as long as it came with a hargasha as well, that she's going to require seven clean days, that we treat her like a zavagadola. That was a chumrah that we accepted upon ourselves, that the women actually accepted upon themselves. But if they treat themselves like a zavagadola, and therefore they require Shiva Nikid. So, uh, so Rabbi Yossi discusses the following. Rabbi Yossi Yomer, let's say you have a woman who's a Zava Katana. She's a Shomeris Yom Kenegad Yom. Shomeris Yom Kenegad Yom who only has to make sure that today she's not seeing any further dam. And now they shech the carbon pesach for her, and they do the zrika of the carbon the zrika sadam of the carbon pesach for her b'sheni shela on her second day, which means she saw dam on yud gimel nisan. Yudal Nisan, she just has to make sure she doesn't see any further dam. Then she can go to the mikvah on Yudal Nisan, and she's going to be totally tahora. So she goes to the mikvah on Yudal Nisan, and so far nothing seems to be happening. So they shech the cover for her, they do the whole zrikas dam for her, and then vachar kachrasa. And then later in the day on Yudal Nisan, on the Erev Pesach, she sees more dam. She can't eat the Karm Pesach because now she's obviously Tamea uh, for, for the next day. She's Tamea for that night and the next day. But she doesn't have to do a Pesach Sheni even though she didn't eat a Pesach Rishon. The Pesach Rishon that was shafted for her counts enough that she's part of from Pesach Sheni. My time is Rabbi Yossi. Why is she part of from Pesach Sheni? Shouldn't we say the fact that she ended up seeing Dam on, day, on Erev Pesach shows that she was never really Tahora? That uh, the the tyrant never worked. She the shemaris yom and therefore she was tamei the entire time. And the kum pesach that was brought for her didn't count because it was brought on behalf of a person who was tamei, so it shouldn't count at all. So lav mishum tekasavur mixiyam kikulo. Now what Rabbi Yossi must be assuming is mixiyam kikulo that on erev pesach in the morning, the first couple of hours of the day, that counts as shemiras yom yom, and therefore she goes to the mikvah. Then she's totally tahora. She sees dam again later that day. That's a new tumah. That's a new shemeres yom kenegad yom, and having no connection to the uh, to the previous one. So mikanu laba umetame. She's only going to be metame mikanu laba going forward. So says the Gemara. Is is, is that what Rav is, is basing himself on? Umisavar Rabbi Yosi Yachi. Does Rabbi Yossi really even hold this way? Does Rabbi Yossi really hold that uh, that 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 kekulo and the beginning of day two a shemeres yom kenegad yom makes her totally tahora? Vatani, we have a brayser Rabbi Yossi Omer zov bal shtei If you have a 
zav, now male zav, who sees twice, where the, again the Allah is that he's going to have to, he's going to need seven days. Sheshachtu v'zarku alav bashvi'i. So they shecht his carbon pesach and they do his rika sadam for him on the seventh day of his shiva nikiim. V'chein shomeres yom keneged yom sheshachtu v'zarku alav. Or shomeres yom keneged yom where they shecht the carbon pesach and zarku dam for v'achar kach ra'u. And in either of these cases, whether the man sees zov on day seven or the woman sees dam on day two. Even though anything they sat on earlier that day is going to be tummy, because it will turn out that they never emerged from their tumah. So, but that's the assumption here. They never emerged from their tumah. The fact that they see later on that day shows that earlier that day they weren't really Torah. It's a glay milsulamafreya that they never emerged from the tumah. <laughs> still, Peturimilas is Pesach Sheni. They still don't have to do Pesach Sheni. They're already Yotze Vichyuv with Pesach Rishon. So you see, though, that they don't emerge. You don't say Mixiyom Kukulov. You would say Mixiyom Kukulov. You would say that they're not Tamei Lamafreya at all. That anything they sat on earlier in the day shouldn't be Tamei. If you would have said Mixiyom Kukulov, they would have been totally Torim. So Maile Mafreya says the Gemara, no, you know, Mafreya means Midrabanan. Anything they sat on early on the day, early in the day is only Tami Midrabanan. It's not Tami Midaraisa. But really on Daraisa level, we say Mixiyom Kulo. And Achinami Mistavran, you have to say that way. Midaraisa, I might have Pesach Sheni. If it were Din Daraisa, why would they be part from Pesach Sheni? They should be Chayv in Pesach Sheni. Because they were Tami when the Pesach Rishon was brought. Elamai, you have to say that they were only Tami Midrabanan when Pesach Rishon was brought, not Midaraisa. Says the Gemara, not necessarily. We all name Allah to Midaraisa. Maybe I can tell you that. They're Tamei Lemafreya Midaraisa to home the Ziva Hitiro Hitiro just like the Tumas Tauma Tuma that you don't know about by Tumas Ziva maybe they were Matir for Karm Pesach meaning since at the time that they brought the Karm Pesach they had no idea if she, she or he was going to see more Ziva later that day so therefore they had no having no idea means that it's not going to ruin their Karm Pesach maybe there's such a din that to home the Ziva Hitiro the Afrabiyoshia of Rabiyoshia also holds that according to Rabbi Yossi, a Zav who sees Ziva on day 7 of the Shiva Nekim, Lemafreya Midrabanan. is only Mitami Lemafreya on a Drabanan level. Ditanya, because the Bryce teaches us, Rabbi Yossi, Omar, Haroa Zov Bishvi'i, Shalom, if someone sees Ziva on the 7th day of the Shiva Nekim, Soser Shalofanav. It messes up his previous counting, and he has to start counting a new Shiva Nekim. Vamale Rabbi Yochan, Rabbi Yochan says, Rabbi Yossi, Alon Yisrael Yomo. Let it only ruin that day that he saw, and let him start counting, uh, the, 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 a new uh, day bitara on that same day. So Manashach says in Maran Hussein, Isasar, if uh, the Ri'iya is Sosar, Kulu Sasar, it should be Sosar everything. And Ilo Sasar, if, it do, if it's not Sosar, if it doesn't ruin the previous days, Lo Nistavalo Yomo, then it shouldn't ruin that day either. Even day seven it shouldn't ruin. Ela Ema, Lo Nistavalo Yomo. So we have to say, Rabbi Yochan is saying that if someone sees Ziva on day seven, he's not Sosar anything, even day seven. Because Mixas Yom Kikulo, we say, is uh, finished his day seven early in the day. And now Mikanalaba, he's Metame. He, he's Metame, and it's uh, the it's the the uh, and and it's a brand new Tuma. Varmulei. So Ravoshia said to Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yossi, Kai Kavasech. You know, Rabbi Yossi holds just like you. The Amar Mikanalaba Metame. Rabbi Yossi holds that a Zav who shechted Karm Pesach on the seventh day that he's only Metame Mikanalaba. 
I have Rabbi Yossi Lemafreya who da Amar. So, but didn't Rabbi Yossi say beferish that he's mitami Lemafreya that 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 uh, that the tumma works even retroactively? So how can you say Rabbi Yossi holds only mikadam lava? No, my Lemafreya midrabanan. When you say that he's mitami mishkov moshe Lemafreya, that's only midrabanan. So I ask the Gemara. Well, let's try to understand Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi michti savar mixiyom kikulo. He holds mixasiyom kikulo. Zava gemura the meisik carbon eichemishkachasla. How can you ever have a woman who's a zava gedola? Who sees for three consecutive days? Because whenever she sees day one, then the first hour of day two, she's not seeing. She's already tahora. So day two can't be a continuation of day one. It's always a new chashbin because mixiyom kikulo. So kima the chazib the palgid diyoma idak palgid diyoma saluk l'shimur. And once she sees halfway through the day, the other half of the day counts as the shomeres yom kineged yom. The first half of the next day. Ibai yisemus says more two possibilities. Either the kashava tlasa tlasa yomi badeadadi. She sees. She bleeds consecutively for 72 hours straight meaning three straight days she bleeds where it never stops so she never has the Shemitah she times her bleeding perfectly where it always <coughs> happens right at Shkia so it's always at the beginning of one day and the end of the next day where the Mixiyom Kukula can only work if it's actually at the beginning of the day but if at the beginning of the day she's still bleeding then it's not going to be able to count so Hadron Lacharin Nazir Be'ez Shem will begin the third paragraph of Nazir tomorrow